Welcome back to Disney versus Once Upon a Time. I'm Kira, and here is... Brandon! Welcome back to this week's Once Upon a Time versus Disney show. Today we are going to be discussing Sleeping Beauty. So, I don't know if you guys know this, but Sleeping Beauty was one of my favorite Disney movies as a kid. I would watch it every time I had a babysitter over or on movie nights with my family. It was just my go-to movie. How about you, Brandon? <laughs> um, mine was actually Pirates of the Caribbean, so I always just watched that, even when I was, well, before I was allowed to watch it. But I still did. That's a good choice. Pirates of the Caribbean is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sleeping Beauty isn't like a funny comedy kind of movie. It's like a classic fairy tale, and I guess that's why I liked it as a kid. It was also very colorful, and it had fairies. It looked like um those old medieval manuscripts with the paintings they would do inside. The art style yeah. kind of reminds me of those. I mean, she um, the story is from that time, so... I'm not sure what would be the real world counterpart of their kingdom... But I feel like it might be around Scotland, right? Uh, some, yeah. Or like Germany, I don't know. It's just King Stefan's clothing just reminds me of the German flag colors. That's why I make the association. Yeah, well, the style is very European. Um, I would actually classify the, like, you know the outfit um, Sleeping Beauty wore when she ruined the woods? Yeah, her classic, was it, like a maiden's outfit? Yeah, basically. Uh, that is a very British, old, like, vintage-style clothing. So, yeah. And you know what I liked about um this D Disney movie? Is it Aurora kind of got, like, time to, like, have a romance with the prince. Like, sing songs out in the wood and get to know each other. Before, like, yeah. she was put to sleep, you know? So, yeah. in that way, the prince's motivation to save her was more than just, oh, she's the princess. It's more of, like, I actually like her, which is nice. Yeah. I mean, we don't usually see that in any other movies. Or except Mulan, but, yeah. Yeah, and Aurora isn't much of a fighter, but she is really good at basically holding down the house because her fairy godmothers they do not know how to live in the human world <laughs> well i don't blame them they're fairies are they like that in once upon a time they gotta be hilarious um in once upon a time aurora doesn't actually have fairy godparents or well fairies as adoptees so, is she just by herself? No, actually. Um, so, where the story completely starts is King Stefan waking up by Rose, and right when he wakes her up, Maleficent loses all her powers. And then everything skips forward to a few hundred years later, or less, I'm not sure. But, um, so, before... The entire Rye Rose incident, Maleficent burned an entire, like, field or 
forest area and one tree just burned for well in, in the series it said a hundred years it's just been burning and so that's the only like remaining bit of magic of Maleficent and so after Raya Rose was woken up Maleficent lost her powers and the evil queen was being taught by Rumpelstiltskin to like have magic and all that so she just wanted to like have the sleeping curse for Snow White but Rumpelstiltskin told her no but she actually went to Maleficent and Maleficent didn't have magic so the evil queen actually helped her get the fire back and that's when we see that king stephen wants maleficent to be executed before aurora and philip's wedding wedding there we go yeah (laughs) that's all right let's talk more about maleficent she was she was a pretty scary villain in the original movie and then when they made the live action ones, she became such an amazing character. Yeah, because we see a new viewpoint of Maleficent. I mean, in the live action, she is definitely not a villain. She's just misunderstood. And yeah, she can get very violent, but most of the time she's just defending the Moors. Or protecting um, Aurora. Aurora. Yeah. yeah. But I love her relationship with Aurora in the new movies. Because she goes from just kind of... Would she, like, curse her to get back at the king? But then she just kind of ends up, like, really liking this child. And I think it's kind of funny. Because she spends the whole movie trying to make up for that. Like, dang, I cursed you and I really wish I hadn't. Yeah, but remember, she didn't, Maleficent didn't actually curse the king. But um, in Once Upon a Time, the evil queen actually helps Maleficent to curse Aurora by, like, pricking her finger on the needle. So we don't see the traditional spinning wheel, we just see the, like, spinner's needle. And also, Maleficent actually turns Philip into a fire lion but yeah and that's how Mulan and Philip actually meet they become friends and both of them save Aurora so I know that Maleficent has the powers to like turn into a dragon and and she also turns her crow friend into a human but I didn't know that she can turn people into like fire lines yeah it's just a bit of spells and we in once upon a time we see more magic abilities of her For example, um, the dragon turning into a dragon, turning other people into, like, things. Fireball shooting, oh, manipulating, like, metal objects, like, knives and axes and things, and, like, shooting at at people. Whoa, so she can manipulate metal, but, like, isn't that kind of a contradiction to the original Disney movies? Well, at least the live-action ones, because since she's a fairy, she can't touch metal. But um, in Once Upon a Time, magic works different, and fairies also. In Once Upon a Time, she's not actually a fairy. We don't see that she actually has wings. We just see that she can turn into a dragon. And oh, also, um, she actually has a daughter. Um, Lily is her name. 
And she is the second darkest person because the savior's potential of darkness was moved into her, like Lily, the daughter. So she's literally the second darkest person, or evilest person. And Maleficent would be like the big bad? <laughs> no, Rumpelstiltskin. That's right. Maleficent doesn't even fall under any of them. She's not, she's really not that bad. She just wants peace and to protect her child. That, well, that goes along just like um the other version. Like, by the end of the second movie, I believe it was Aurora became Queen of the Moors. And in that way, she was able to unite humans with the magical creatures. Yeah. That was really cool. Because their Maleficent could have just taken over everything and... She she no doubt has the power to do it, but she I mean, saw it better fit. Phoenix, so I <laughs> well, yeah. Everything. <laughs> she saw it better fit for Aurora to take over, you know? Because yeah. she knows that she can't establish that true peace without some help from, you know, a human that understands both sides. Well... Actually, it's... I read actually about it. I don't know why, but the true reason why Maleficent actually put Aurora as queen is because her heart was pure, and Maleficent, well, she's clearly not. So... Man, that's, that's pretty funny, because I don't remember Aurora doing anything mischievous or bad in the movie at all, so I guess it goes around with her pure-hearted nature. Yeah. And she didn't curse entire kingdom. <laughs> it's definitely really cool because the Sleeping Beauty movies is one of those movies where it's really tied in with fairies and magic. It's like a hardcore fairy tale in a way. I mean, yeah. like from the first start of the movie, when she gets her her magical gifts from the three fairies, you know, green, blue, pink. They all give her a gift and stuff. That was really, like, pretty and very magical. In Once Upon a Time, we don't actually see the three fairies, but they are, like, they are fairies, but she doesn't have, like, any assigned to her. So she never got the the gifts from the fairies? Did she get them from somewhere else? I don't think she got gifts at all. Hmm. That was, like, one of my favorite parts from the movie, because they got to show around, like, I guess it was kind of, like, magical symbolism. It's like, you're going to be very beautiful, shows pretty magic. You're going to be very smart, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. And then Maleficent walks in, and she's like, nah, you're going to die. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, dang, she seemed pretty heartless in the animated movie. She cursed a baby, man. <laughs> okay, but um, I would I would do the same if my wings were stolen, just to, for someone's achievement of pride. I mean, yeah, but then shouldn't you get back at the person who stole them, right? Not this poor innocent baby Aurora. <laughs> I mean, that's the best way of getting back to you, or like back to people is through something they hold dear okay that's maybe just my dark side talking but anyway <laughs> well i guess it's one way to do it all right well this was definitely a lot of fun talking about aurora and maleficent next week and we'll get back to it 
But for now, this is Disney versus Once Upon a Time. Signing out. Goodbye.